Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davis and Kathy Enderbrock. Special guest today will be Karen Porter, author of Speak Like Jesus. Love Talk will be talking about connecting, listening, and speaking. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. Ellis and Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellis and Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellis and Salazar for over 55 years. Ellis and Salazar, hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small, for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 8808 Research Boulevard, and new northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellis and Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Thanks, John. We have John sitting in today for Mike. This is Evelyn Davison. And this is Kathy Enderbrock. And we are here at KTXW, uh, the bridge, building bridges of love and understanding. Mercy, goodness, and kindness, Kathy. All tied up in leadership, Evelyn. I love it. We want, we want leaders that are wise and lots of understanding and lots of love for not only others, but their country and their state as well. Well, we have a very special guest sitting in with us for about two minutes today. I roped him and brought him in here. <laughs> and that is my friend, good friend, Chaz Winkle. Chad is the new host of the afternoon show from, uh, what, five to seven, Chaz? Yes. Chaz Winkle. Chaz, how would you describe me? <laughs> as, as a breath of fresh air. Oh, thank you. Well, that's what I would say about you. We've known each other a long time. Tell me a little bit, right? And give me a couple. I'll give you a couple of minutes to say hello to our friends and tell us what you're going to be doing here at KTXW. Well, um, starting probably towards the end of this month, maybe the first of next month as the studio is completed, uh, I'll be starting a, a live talk show. It'd be from five to seven Monday through Friday. And uh, we want to deal with relevant issues. We want to deal with things that people, you know, the normal, the average Joe is getting up and they're going to work and they're in their, you know, their Toyota that's, you know, got an air conditioner that doesn't work and their window won't roll down and they're frustrated and they can't figure out 
What's and 183 going on suicide traffic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the horns are blaring, and, you know, it's like, why, why am I doing what I'm doing? And well, you know, one of the things that we've said for 31 years, and I've known you longer than that, uh, I am your other mother. Uh, <laughs> yes, you are. Yes. Uh, we talk about the current things that are happening in our nation in regard to issues and uh, freedom and faith and family, and I know that's what you're going to be doing. And so tell us again when you're going to be on and... Uh, a little bit of the detail. So we'll be in from 5 to 7 uh, every afternoon. So the drive time, basically, Monday yeah. through Friday. And, uh, you know, I think the biggest thing that we need is that we need to have a, a, a place where people can come, a safe place. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to be bringing up topics. We're going to be dealing with topical issues, but we're also going to be getting in depth into the Word and, and finding out the frustration. You know, we as Christians are trying to be silenced by society. Right. And one of the things that you and I were talking about earlier is that 60 percent of our kids at the age of 20 quit going to church. So we need to know why. And so I think there's a lot of things that we can be doing and working through that will process this so that people have a better understanding. And it's, you know, there's an old saying that goes, ain't none of us as smart as all of us. Oh, I love that. And, you know, so you're going to be really taking a Christian worldview, applying it to what is going on, what we're seeing in the news, what we're hearing about, some of the things we're not hearing about. And then you're going to allow individuals to call in and share what they know and their views as well. I just love it. Well, we're excited. Thank you. Thank you, Chaz, for dropping in. We'll be joining you sometimes on the, on, on the afternoon thing, uh, whether by phone or wheelchair, however we get there. <laughs> but we do have a very special guest with us today. Kathy, tell us who we are going to be love talking with today. Oh, Evelyn, such an amazing, amazing woman. She, uh, it is Karen Porter. I'll give you her name straight away, but let me tell you a little bit about her. She is an international retreat and seminar speaker, very successful businesswoman. She was doing, she was a vice president of international marketing for a major food company for more than 30 years in Texas. She was there and shaking it up. She was one of the first women in this type of corporate role. Now, she's the author of seven books, a frequent guest on radio and TV programs. She contributes to national magazines. She and her husband, George, own Bold Vision Books, which is a Christian publishing company. She's a coach of communicators in writing and speaking, serves on numerous boards of national ministries. I could go on and on. And now, I know that she will be upset if, as part of introducing her, I don't mention her five grandchildren, and she'll be, (laughs) she will love to tell us all about them as well. But welcome to our show, Karen. We're going to be talking about prayer today. We're so excited to have you with us and sharing. Well, I'm delighted to be here, Kathy and Evelyn. Well, you know, you know uh, Karen, we've known each other a long time, but I want you to tell me how we met. I want to be, I'm going to test you to start with today. <laughs> I'm not sure. I remember probably through class seminars. You came to tech, came to Houston, and I was hosting one of those seminars in the Woodlands, and I think that's the first time we met. That was probably 10 or 15 years ago. Yeah, it was, because you had to leave to, because Sherry was in the hospital having a baby. <laughs> yeah, right? having her first baby, and she chose that week to do it when I was in charge of this large event. <laughs> so I drove from the Woodlands to the south of Houston every day and spent the night while we had the baby and then drove back and did the conference, and it was quite an exciting week. Well, it but was. it was good, and class is a, a wonderful, it's probably the premier speaker and writer training 
course in the country and so I was happy to have it and uh, you and I forged a long time friendship over right. those few days together. Well that is a good uh, good start for us because uh, I got to go over to cut and shoot to see my mom at that time and uh, had uh, a friend who had gone down there with me um, whose husband was one of the owners of the ice bats. And uh, we went in the ice mobile, ice bat mobile, and my mom was out of her gourd, as she said, with excitement to get to ride in that van called the, the ice bat van. But that was an exciting beginning for us, um, Karen. But gosh, we've done so many wonderful things since then. Uh, we, you are our publisher for our new book. Uh, Kathy has written a chapter in that, and it's God's love plan. And yours is on praise for leading. And um, that's one of the things we want to be talking about today. We are the most connected generation in our history. We have cell phones. We have iPads. And I don't even know what these other things are, Kathy. You probably do. <laughs> but many people are very passionate about connecting. What, is it God, what do you think God's passion for connecting during times like these is? Well, I'm actually delighted to have a... Uh, you know, a chapter in that book, and I'm so delighted to have published the book. And but I do think that God re, God wants to connect with us in and His way of connecting is prayer, and it connecting with God, especially through prayer, is the way that we find solutions. And boy, does our generation need solutions! And so he is the only one who can actually see the future and know what's coming along. And so when we talk to him. And we listen. He gives us answers and helps us decide how we are going to um, how we're going to live and how we're going to make decisions and what our next steps are. But it only comes through through prayer uh, with him, and it is a it is an ever present lifeline. How, how would you define your prayer life, Karen? Well, you know, prayer is. It's an amazing way that we can uh, discover what God wants. I, um, I have a friend who described prayer um, this way. She said that it was like synchronizing. And so it made me think that, you know, I can connect my smartphone to my computer and they will talk to each other and everything that's on my computer will go on my phone and everything that's on my phone will go to my computer. They sync that way. And so if we spend time with God connected in the same kind of way, uh, thinking with him, then, you know, he sort of downloads into us. And and so then we understand what it means to be obedient and uh, how to have courage and and the vision that we need to see and the power that we get. It all just becomes automatic because we're synchronized. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and so it's like his will and my will are connected in that way. And it reminds me really of John in John chapter 5 when Jesus talked about uh, about this very thing. He said, whatever, whatever the father does, the son also does. So he was like, uh, he was downloaded with the will of God. Mm-hmm. And so that really is the purpose of my personal prayer life is that I can, that I can, um, become 
uh, a person who is so so synchronized with God that I hear from Him and I know what I'm supposed to do next and and what my attitude, how I need to change my attitudes, what my new attitudes ought to be, and all those kinds of things. He he downloads those things into us. You know, I, I love this, Karen, because some of the what I hear you talking about, and you know, Evelyn has really impressed on me too. And you know, today's focus is God's passion for connecting with us for times such as these. And when I I hear you talking about connecting and what I have seen in your life and in Evelyn's life is this ability to get priorities right. I mean, you're talking about when you had this huge conference and yet your daughter was having a baby. Well, you left that conference and you went and you spent time with your daughter and you made her that priority that needed to be a priority. And then you came back to the conference. And (laughs) I have seen Evelyn do this same thing that no matter what the demands are placed on her, that when there is something in her priorities that are rubbing against each other, she focuses on what priorities come first. And I think it's that same principle that may, has made you such a tremendous seminar speaker and such a successful author and businesswoman, is that when it comes to the priority of connecting with God, you maintain that as first in your life and you don't let anything kind of push that to the sidelines. And so, I, you know, I love that when we get that priorities right, when we understand how God has really designed us for that unique connection with him, you know, uh, that other things, you know, we seek first the kingdom of God and all these other things then are given to us and fall into place. And we do mention prayer as that way that we connect intimately with God. And You know, I think about some of the vacations that I've gone on with Eric. We recently went to Savannah, Georgia for our 21st wedding anniversary. And just getting to walk together and be together was a neat way for us to connect. And I think a lot of times, you know, you can go on on a walk and you can see all these beautiful things uh, that God has made. And you can appreciate that. And, you know, you can study his word and you connect with him in that way. But there is something very unique about prayer that connects us to the Father like nothing else. You know, Karen, um, personal prayer life is the, um, the actual energy and power for us to get up and get outside the prayer closets and the, the kitchen and the bedroom or the study and get on active duty in our world and uh, especially in our nation. And we, um, we really do focus a lot on praying for our leaders in our state and nation because it is critical for us uh, to bless them. But you wrote a chapter in our new book, Praying, Praying Across Texas, about a very difficult time when you lost your job and you and George had to trust God. We need to take our break. When we come back, Karen, I want us to find out what happened and what God did about it right after this. Stay with us. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations. South at 4501 South Congress. North at 8808 Research Boulevard. And New Northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill 
Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow. These guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com You're listening to Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Kathy Edelbrock. Thank you, John. We're training a new one today. Well, we are. Know, it, it, it is a such an exciting time in this studio. I cannot imagine what it's like to be, you know, a first-time uh, helper for Love Talk. But it, <laughs> you it's know, a great day. Today. I love it when when God brings in new blood. There is that adjustment period, and you yeah. have to learn. But all He's looking for is a willing <laughs> spirit, not a not a perfect person. Well, we just got a, a really spirit. special guest on the line. We've been talking about her name is Karen. Porter, and she is married to one of the sweetest guys I know, and I call him Georgie Pie. His name is George. And uh, Karen, thank you again so much for joining well, us. Well, thank today. you. And you know, he is that my marriage to him is my greatest accomplishment, regardless of whatever else. I've done. <laughs> oh, how long have you all been married? Oh my goodness, we're coming up on forty-nine years, which is just absolutely stunning for me to say. I cannot oh. believe I'm even 49 years old. Oh, I agree. You are so high. I feel young. Well, Ben and I will have our 64th in July, and I had my wow. 84th birthday this last week. So that will tell you how long that we've been connected, and that's what we're talking about today, Kathy. Yeah. Now, Karen, when we were going out, um, Evelyn mentioned a time in, in your life uh, when you were vice president of marketing for a major food company, and you were just all over the world doing your thing traveling and then excuse me something very unexpected happened can you just give us some insight into that and and how the lord took you through that uh yeah sure i uh, i was uh working in an industry that was all male and i had moved my way up to the top of the top of the uh, line and was in what I considered the inner circle of the executives of this very large company. Um, I was con- I was con- considered in every decision. I was part of every decision. I, I, I did travel all over the world, more than 50 countries, making 
making deals for my company. We sell food products to uh, countries all over the world, sometimes to third world companies, some, uh, countries, sometimes to governments of countries, sometimes to tiny grocery stores in a in a village in, in uh, Lagos or, or in a, gr- a fancy grocery store in Scandinavia. It was, it was a diverse kind of business, and I, I traveled the world working with the clients there to market the products. And it was a it was a very exciting time in my life. I was I was very happy to be doing that job. I loved every minute of the work. I I had reached a certain place where I had, I guess I would call it power, but it was really uh, the gravitas to do the job. I could sign a contract that committed my country my company to millions of dollars and just based on my signature I made these deals and I have to tell you it was heady and exciting and uh, you know quite wonderful to be doing that and the company went through a couple of situations um with new owners and various things and eventually uh, the company bought a, a foreign company bought our company to sort of em- uh, immerse it into their their operation and eventually what they did was they eliminated the US management team because they didn't need us they had their management team in Europe and so I was one of those one of the first to go and it it happened one morning I was totally unsuspecting I I was called into the president's office and I I knew that he wanted to know market reports I went in there uh, expecting to give my morning reports and information just you know everything was perfect and he said, sit down, and then he said, I'm, it grieves me to tell you this, but your job has been eliminated. And that was like such a slap in the face, such a shock to me, because I did not expect it under any circumstance. I was doing great. And it was just this decision that was made overseas. And so I went home that day, and I was so devastated and so um so hurt by it all, and and I really didn't know what I was going to do. A couple of things. One, we had just built a home, our dream home, and so I really didn't know what we were going to do financially. That was a huge problem. The second thing was my identity. I didn't really know who I was if I wasn't corporate Karen. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I just, that that was who I was. That's what I did. And so... I was just devastated, and so I sort of climbed up in my favorite chair and pulled an afghan up to my eyes, and I began to cry and and wail and and fight with myself, and I had this sort of battle going on that said, on one side, they can't do that to me, uh, and then on the other side was, I, I must be so worthless that they did do that to me, mm-hmm. and then I'd get really mad again, and I'd say, I'll sue them, and then I'd feel the other side, and I'd think, I'm going to die. I'll just die. And so finally, after a day, you know, half a day of this, I I picked up my Bible and went to the Psalms, which is my habit every day, and and I came across one of the first verses I read was Psalms 118, verse 17, and it says, you will not die. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Which was like just words from heaven, of course. And and so I, I, you know, gathered myself up, and so a lot of things happened to us. We had to sell that home at a huge loss because the market turned just about the time we finished building it. 
we ha- we moved and we we decided to move and come close to those grandbabies that you were talking about. So we moved from way north of Houston to way south of Houston, and we we just changed our lives completely and moved into a rent house because we didn't know what we were going to do. We I didn't have a job, and this was a real disruption to my husband's job, and so it was just a real time of terror for me. Well, and, and I want to interject here because this is so relatable. I mean. N- that you woke up and that day life as you knew it was over it was changed it was completely unexpected you were devastated you were then in financial crisis identity crisis um wanting to lash out and at the same time just hole up in your house so i know that our listeners out there can see themselves in your situation (laughs) okay so walk us through what happened? Did you obviously know you did not die? Okay, so walk I did us not through. die. In fact, if you read the rest of that verse, it says you will not die but live. And so I grasped that those two words and thought I'm going to live. I'm going to survive somehow. And uh, at first, it was just a matter of you know in my pajamas all day long, alone in a house. I'd never been alone in a house because I'd always worked, and so I, I, it was terrible. But God began to send people and, and situations to me. One day the phone rang, and it was somebody at the Texas Department of, of Transportation, and they, they said, could you do some editing for us? And that was perfect for me because I could do it with my feet up in my house shoes, you know, and, and I, <laughs> I did that work for a while, and it was a healing kind of time. And other things like that happened where, um, I mean, I could tell stories all day long of how God just showed up and how he, how he, uh, he healed and, and gave me new purpose in life. That editing led to coaching writers and speakers, and that then led to a, a new business that I started of coaching writers and speakers. And then that led to us starting a, publishing company uh, three years ago, which has grown so fast that my husband says we just hang on for the ride. But I think what the real key to to what happened to me during those months and months of just sitting there it, it, trying to trying to cope with it all was that it gave me time to let my eyes uh, and my heart, the eyes of my heart maybe even rest on Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, and I prayed so much and I, and I I, you know, beg God, what do you want from me? What do you want me to do? I know you're not done with me at this point. And I think how you pray, the way you pray determines who you will become and and what you will do. Because, you know, if if, if you never know when God's going to answer your prayer. <laughs> and so you have to just pray and then sort of live, as, as one friend of mine says, live in holy anticipation. Just like, is this the day? Is this the day? And I mean, since that time, I mean, so much has happened. It was so difficult. But now I would say to you that losing that job was the best thing that ever happened to me because I've I've moved on to more creative things, more things where I have control and things where I'm following God and doing work for the kingdom instead of just working for myself to build my corporate identity. You know, so that, I, that's really that's really kind of in a nutshell the story. I love this that whether we're in heels or house shoes, God is going to do <laughs> mighty things with our lives. And that's what, a book, girl. <laughs> yeah. And one of the things that you pointed out, Karen, is that even in your great um, 
success, as the world would see this uh, business success, you were still in God's word daily. And um, I think that with all of us, life is always going to pose those crises and those challenges. And if we are in God's word, he's going to be able to speak to us when those challenges come. But what about those individuals who are not in his word when that crisis hits? Is it too late for them? Well, certainly not. Uh, he is he is so ready. He's standing, waiting, uh, ready for for you, anybody out there who who feels that they're disconnected with him to connect. He's just he's just open and ready for you to do it. And and you can discover the plans of God when you enter His presence. And when the when the way to enter His presence is through the Word. You you read it and you hear him speak and then you pray and you listen to him and that's how you discover his presence and that's where his plans are and he's he's so open and ready to do that for anybody and at any time no matter where where you've been what you've done it doesn't matter because he is he's available his his portal is open for you to pray and and uh, and reach him and look I pray out of total ignorance. Because I have no idea what to pray for. I pray out of total impotence. I, I don't have any power of my own. But God answers out of his absolute power and strength and omnipotence and omnipresence and all-knowing nature. That's how he answers. When I have no answers, he has answers. You know, Karen, that is so true. And people have such a misunderstanding of the position that we take in prayer. And and that is uh, in this principal promise that he gives us. And it's one of the things that our book is based on. He said, if you will do this, then I will do this. So that is a conditional promise. And it means that we've got to get in a connection with him that changes the power lines that go from us to him and from him to us. When we come back, we need to take another break. I want us to talk about my friend, George. I want to know how that changed George's life right after this. Let's take a break. We'll be right back, John. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These CASA friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. 
If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. Smith, 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. You're listening to Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Kathy Innerbrock on The Bridge, 1120. And welcome back. It's great to have you all with us. And our special guest today is Karen Porter, author, speaker, coach. She's been talking with us about um, connecting to God and dealing in a crisis situation. And um, Karen, in the very last segment, you basically uh, talked us through a situation when your life was turned completely upside down. Uh, Your uh, identity was um, on the line, financial situation. You, um, at, at one point, you felt like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. And you read Psalms 118:17, which said, you will not die, but live. <laughs> and now Evelyn wants to hear about her good friend, George, your wonderful, amazing husband of 49 years. Now we know he's an Aggie and you're, you guys are both Aggies. Tell us how does an Aggie handle a crisis like this? <laughs> Great question. Uh, George is one of these uh, personality types. So it's, it's called the phlegmatic type, but it's the personality type that's always calm and easygoing and where I have the personality type that has high peaks and many lows and high peaks and, again, a low, quick and sharp like a roller coaster. He's always even and calm. And we had lived our lives in this situation when we were, when, before I lost my job. I mean, I was making really a lot of money. He had a wonderful job that he loved and that he cared about and, and was successful at. And, and so we almost lived a little separate because of those two things that we were, you know, I was traveling. We had the kids. We had that in common. We had our church and our love for God in common, but we did live our professional lives in a separate way and this crisis really drew us together in a new way and I, I think what I really take away from how he responded was how he he never lost he never lost hope that we would be okay and as long as we had each other we'd be okay and and I think in the last uh, years that we've had where we've been we we really have become connected at the hip in a lot of ways <laughs> and he's the one who has the the depth of understanding that I sometimes don't have because I'm I'm you know quick to answer and shallow he's deep and he thinks before he speaks and those kinds of things but I think m- m- probably the b- biggest thing is his journey of faith because you know suddenly we had almost n- such financial trouble and no money and there would be days when we would wonder what's next how are we going to survive and and i can't even tell you how many times 
he would call me. He said, I just went by the post office and Jesus sent us a check. I love it. <laughs> and it would be something that, yeah, we knew it was coming. We didn't know it was coming then. Or maybe it was something we didn't expect, but, you know, an insurance payment or something like that that would get us through to the next thing. And so he, he his faith has grown so tremendously through that. And now we're in the business together, and that relationship then has is, is even gotten deeper because we have we have the common goal and we work side by side all day long and it's it's a totally different relationship than we had before it was good before but it's even more great now and i rely on him so much because he is so uh, deep and he thinks through things and he's wise and uh maybe i didn't think that before because i was so smart you know <laughs> i'm being tongue in cheek here but but now i realize just how very much he is the one who has has the the depth of knowledge that if I'll just wait on him to answer me to answer the problem or to think through something, we'll come up with a great answer. Well, he is a very special guy, and I you know I just love <laughs> he him. Is. He is my friend. Well, Karen, we mentioned mentioned really early that you um, are the publisher for our new book, Praising and Praying Across Texas, and um, you wrote a chapter in that book. And it's called Praise for Leading. Let's run through that a little bit and give our listeners an idea of why we have got to get into this pattern of thanking God for everything. Uh, we are, we've gone through 49 days of the book with daily devotional asking God for things. And now, every year before Easter, I go on what I call an ask fast. I don't ask God for anything. If I have a need, I say, Lord, you know what my need is, and I believe that you're greater than that need. And I'm going to trust you just to open my eyes to see you work and, you know, show the, me the eyes. Uh, let my uh, the eyes of my heart see what you're going to do out of this, and I thank you for what you're going to do. How important is it when we are living our lives as leaders that we that we do that part of prayer in praise, especially praising for our leaders like you write in the book? Well, I think leadership is is the thing that we need in our country, in our state, in our communities, in our families more than anything else. And we can pray for our leaders. Uh, we can pray for them individually. That's one reason I was so excited about this book, that we could actually adopt a leader and and put the, his or her name in our in our prayer list and say I'm going to pray for this particular person to make good decisions to be to be honest and have great integrity integrity and to to have clarity of what they should do and uh and that they would be able to tell the world why they're doing something and not get discouraged and not tempted to um compromise their convictions when the bills come up or when the when the legislation happens or when the when there's a choice to be made as a leader uh I, I, it's just it's so critical to be able to pray for those leaders individually and i really like that god showed us a lot of leaders in the bible moses was one uh, i mean oh my goodness he had a shady past and he <laughs> and yet and yet god chose him to be a leader but it was because he had he had really encountered God at the burning bush. He knew God, and so he knew exactly where to turn when there was trouble. Um, then there's so many other examples all through, throughout, um, 
throughout the scripture of, of leaders who connected with God. And when they did connect and encounter God, then they they were able to move forward. And we can do that as individuals, and certainly our state, our leaders in our state and our nation can do that as individuals and corporately. If they encounter God, then their decisions will be will will be better. Yeah. And, you know, leaders have faced terrible situations before. Yes. But You know, the thing about leadership, Karen, is that uh, you have to be a follower to be a leader if you're going to be a godly leader. And Moses was such a picture of that. He would go up on Mount Sinai and he'd have a one-on-one uh, conversation with God, with the Holy Spirit. And he, it would so change the way he looked that when he came down, he would cover his head with his mantle so that they could not see his countenance come and go. That's right. And, you know, that's the way we are as leaders. That's why this thing that you and Georgia Pye have gone through has impressed so many of us that you would take a life that was just totally separate and God would put it back together and put blessing upon it as you begin to show leaders how they, too, can be used of God. And I know you have a new book out. It's called Speak Like Jesus. It, it is <laughs> I do, and I'm very excited about it. Um, as I told you, I'm a coach to speakers and writers, and so I, I spend lots of times with clients helping them develop their messages and develop their crafts. And so I decided that I would go through the Bible, and I, I went through the Bible and looked at every time Jesus spoke, every time he opened his mouth. And I didn't look so much as what he said in this particular survey. I looked at the techniques he used. What what technique did he use to get that message across? And so that's what the book is. It's all about how to speak. And so uh, it's the skills it's the it's how to put the message together it's focusing on a point it's using stories he told parables using stories to illustrate a message to make the application it's um it's all of the skills of of uh stage presence and and all those things as well so that you can learn i mean you can learn from him exactly how he did it and then take the message he's given you and take it out to the world. You know, I love that. There's so much to learn from Christ, not only how we are to live, um, but as you say, these communication skills that he had. And it wasn't, you know, Christ wasn't portrayed as this incredible charismatic. And, and, you know, I think that no matter where your communication skills are at, they can always be improved. And no matter what <laughs> position you are in, solid communication skills will always um kind of put you in front of of things. And one of the things you ask, um, explain, outline in this chapter um, in the Praising and Praising Across Texas is that we do need to pray for our leaders for their communication skills, for honesty, integrity, clarity. And, you know, Eric, he has to get up, my husband Eric, he has to get up and make um, various presentations. Matter of fact, he had one in Houston yesterday, and that's one of the things I pray for him is clarity in his speech and favor among men as he is as he is speaking and i love what you've done in this book um because people are able to get everything you want to share as a coach and they're able to get it in a book and highlight and outline and learn so much but now we're going to have an opportunity to actually 
get coaching from you face to face for those of us who live in Texas or who want to fly into Texas this July, isn't it, Evelyn? Yes. Karen, you're going to be coming um, July 20th through the 22nd for class seminars, which is Christian Leaders and Speakers Seminars, and um, individuals will have an opportunity to get your you as a coach or um, or you know one of the other coaches that class brings in that is such an incredible opportunity not just for people who want to go and speak professionally but for anyone who wants to improve their communication skills well that's absolutely right i I truly am passionate about uh, coaching people to success in their speaking and in their writing but here's the thing. These are, these are, this is a craft. Speaking and writing both are a craft, which means that you can learn it. And so you, you can actually learn the skills that you need. And then if you're, if you're in a corporate situation or a public situation where you speak, you will learn all of those skills. But then if you're in a situation where you're giving a message that God has given you, say in church or in a community forum or a nonprofit forum or something like that, you can you can give that message in a more powerful way because you've learned these skills. And so this this course, which we're so excited about coming back to Austin, is three days of intense coaching. And for a few hours each morning, you'll learn some of these skills, like stage presence, like what to do with those hands at the end of your arms, and, <laughs> and how to make and your, your voice strong, and how to speak without notes, and yet get in all of the powerful message that you want. And then you'll spend the rest of each day uh, working with a personal coach in a small group setting where you will give your message and your coach will then help you with all of these skills and teach you how to put it together. And people walk away from it just amazed at how much they learned and how much they their whole communication skills have changed. It works for corporate people. It works for uh, people in, in uh, the religious market or in any marketplace to learn those skills. You know, and I would just say as Christians, it is imperative that we learn to speak well. I mean, we are given the great privilege and joy of being able to carry this gospel to others. And we're even supposed to have our testimony ready. And in Revelation, it says they overcame by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. And even being able to learn to share our testimony with others is such a powerful thing and I I've been to class I loved it Karen you were actually my coach I I mean I just learned so incredibly much and I you know it's I would just love to see Christians uh, go to it and just learn to share their testimony Mm -hmm. if nothing else exactly I mean it it might if you're a teacher or a, a, a pastor or anyone who gives lessons or messages it's it's so good for you. But even if you're just telling your story, we will teach you how to to con- con- construct your story in such a way that it will be so easy to tell. Paul had the most amazing testimony from murderous threatening of the church to this incredible event that happened to him on the road to Damascus to becoming the great apostle Paul who wrote most of the New Testament. He his story was he could tell it long he could tell it in a in a single verse really short he but that message never changed that that testimony never changed that story of what had happened to him and we can teach people to do that 
so that they will always be able to, no matter what situation, whether they have 30 minutes to tell it or 30 seconds to tell it. That is so true, uh, Karen, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that when we come back. We need to take our break, but I want those of you who are listening to us today to ask yourself this question. What is it that I need to say? What is it that I need to do to learn to say it better? Right after this, stay with us. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000-square-foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Jennertown. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest-growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. Well, we're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest-growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. Was your website built by a programmer or a marketer? It makes a difference, a huge difference. Think Marketing is a local boutique ad agency that builds websites around you, your business, and your customers. This approach is Y-O-U-centric. Visit thinkmarketingtexas.com to learn more. That's thinkmarketingtexas.com. It won't cost you to sit down and find out how you can have a website that looks fantastic while making you money. Come on, isn't it time to update your website? thinkmarketingtexas.com. ThinkMarketingTexas.com. You're listening to Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Kathy Innerbrock on The Bridge 1120. 
And welcome back. This is Kathy Endebrock with Love Talk on 1120 AM, The Bridge. And we are so excited to be with you today. And we've come to our last segment. We have our brilliant guest, author, speaker, um, publisher, uh, former amazing executive, incredible wife to George and grandmother to five, Karen Porter. Karen, thank you so much for being with us today. We have talked through so many incredible things and um, this connecting with God and God's passion for connecting with us, prayer, your your book, speaking like, speaking speak like Jesus, as well as praying and praising across Texas. And one of the things that Evelyn took us out saying is that um, being able to speak, that we need to ask ourselves, what is it that God would ask us to say? What is it that I need to say, and how can I learn to say it well? And possibly, I would even say here, not only what do I need to say, but what do I need to write? We talked about this class seminar coming up where individuals are going to be able to meet you, receive some coaching that's coming up in July why is it so important to not only be able to speak, but also to be able to write? Well, speaking and writing really go together, we say, like a hand in glove. But the thing is, is that if you're a speaker and you speak to, say, a group of a 1,000 people, they hear you for one 40-minute presentation, and you really, that's the end of it, unless they took some notes or whatever. But if you have a, a book for instance, you can then leave in their hands, if they purchase the book, you can leave in their hands the entire message and they can continue getting the benefits from the message because you can't tell it all in in 40 minutes. So that's one of the big benefits. Um, It also uh, establishes a, a speaker's platform over a broader course because it wouldn't just be the places where you speak but then the book would go out throughout the nation so it's really important to to build that that recognition and one one place where it's often under uh, we don't talk about it as much about writing is that maybe you shouldn't start with a book but you should start by writing articles or even a blog and what that does for you is it, first of all, it gives you the discipline of sitting down and actually writing. And second, it also uh, gives you a place to express your, your expertise. And you could actually become the person who is is seen as the expert in a certain area because you've written about it in many magazines. or And they say, well, we really need an article about depression. Oh, I know this author who writes about that. And and they could come and talk to that. Or we need an article about, just name the subject. And I say, oh, I know this person who is really good about that subject. And um, so then you could really establish yourself as an expert, which then leads to more speaking and more writing and opportunities in front of you. So uh, it really, really goes together. It's they're two different skills, but but they have a, the similar uh, connection of of uh, you know writing something that's beneficial for your audience or speaking something that's beneficial for your audience. Well, thank you so much, Karen. We really appreciate your taking time out today to. Uh, uh, love talk with us and you know we've learned some really important things from you today first of all the lord will always meet our needs if we go to him we pray and peace will always quiet our heart this is from your book you will never die 
and you will always have a home. And those sorts of <laughs> you know, God is not offended by your biggest dreams. He's oh, actually offended by one. anything less than you dreaming and asking him for his dream, for your dreams. And I, I really love the idea that prayer is the key to, to all of it. And if you haven't developed a, a prayer life, then then begin uh, you know there's there's some steps you can take number one set a time to do it mm-hmm. set a time to, that you're going to do it and that it is it is your appointment and you should do it when you're most alert i happen to be a morning person but i know people who are evening person people so whenever you're most alert spend that time in prayer and if you don't know where to begin well uh, you know uh, pray Prayers that have already been written. Go through the Psalms and pray yeah. some of David's Psalms as if it were your prayers, or or find books that have prayers in them and pray those. If you just want to get well, started good... and figure out how to do it, yeah. and then you could actually write prayers. I, I I found that this has been a really good thing to me to just get a notebook and just write my prayers. It keeps me focused. Mm-hmm. And then be sure you spend some time listening because part of prayer is hearing God. That's that so too. Well, thank you so much, Karen, for joining us. We want to have you come back. Back in a few weeks, and let's talk about let's uh, speak like Jesus uh, as we prepare for class. Uh, okay. Give us your telephone number or your email address so our friends can get in touch with you. Sure. Uh, email me at uh, boldvisionbooks at gmail.com. Okay. Boldvisionbooks at gmail.com or go to my website at karenporter.com. Okay. Well, thank you so much. We'll give them this information as we close out today. And God bless you. And give George a hug for me. Yeah, hugs to George. Thanks so much for allowing me to speak with you. All righty. Bye-bye. You know, uh, Kathy, it is always exciting to have someone that you know well, that you love, bring back into focus some of the things that we know are so true and so uh, essential in the life of a Christian. And so uh, we do know that we have many listening today, and maybe you've not understood this. Maybe you're not a Christian. You don't know how to pray. If you'll give us a call on the love line, it's 249-512-249-6535. Uh, we'll be happy to uh, help you get started. And if you're interested in a copy of the book, you can do that at www.ndpaustin.org, nationaldailyprayer.org. Thank you, Kathy, for being with us today. And thank you, John, for uh, joining us. And we'll see you again next week for Love Talk.